Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you all had a chance to listen to Jess's lifestyle journey and how she has discovered closet habits and worked through them. Hopefully you guys as well can enjoy some of her tidbits and consistency advice and work through your closet habits as well. This week, I wanted to do something on Valentine's Day and not like the lovey, gushy, mushy, love everybody, love this and that. I was going to do the hard, real truth. Like it's not always flowers, candies, and teddy bears. Sometimes Valentine's Day doesn't look great. However, as the week went on, I just didn't feel like it resonated with me anymore. You know, my partner and I, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We never have. It's just something we don't do. And back in the day, I was somebody who celebrated Valentine's Day. And as I got older, I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. If I want to celebrate somebody I love, whether it be my family, my friends, or my significant other, I'm going to recognize them on the day I feel compelled in my heart to do it. Why do I need a day out of the week? And I understand for some people out there, like I had a mentor and for her and her husband, it was really an anniversary for them. That's wonderful. And I love that for them. So if you're out there and you celebrated Valentine's Day or going to be celebrating Valentine's Day because it was a weekday and some people put a stigma of the lovey gushy stuff and other people put too much lovey gushy stuff, find what works for you and do it. And that's pretty much what it was going to come about with the episode. Anyways, back to the real reason I'm recording this episode. Social media, man you have a holiday, I feel like I couldn't find one normal post on a holiday. And it was always about like their significant other, their children, family, their moms, their sisters. It was everywhere. And it got me thinking how much time, even myself, I'm going to call myself out on this one too, how much time we spend on social media. And if you're a small business owner like myself, it truly is about an algorithm too, trying to keep your business out there, trying to get people more aware of what you're doing and how you're helping and showing what you're about. You have to keep up with this certain algorithm. And if you're not real or if you don't do something detail oriented, or if you don't have a certain following base or if you're following too many people, if you're not posting enough, if you're posting too little, it just takes this algorithm away from you. And it's so complicated. You're just trying to put a message out there. Let's say you're not even a small business owner. Let's say you're just somebody who wants to have a voice, who wants to tell the world that they feel great because they took this vitamin supplement. Guys, it's the best thing I could come up with on the top of my head right now. However, you're not trying to sell it. 
You're just truly trying to share an experience of how you have this vitamin change your life and you want others to see it. But if you don't have the right following, if you don't constantly post about vitamins, you don't constantly post about health, if you don't have this amount of hashtags or too many amount of hashtags or you don't have the right uh, the right sayings with it, you're not noticed and your voice doesn't matter. And then I went further into the rabbit hole. And then I saw how there is this certain act. I clearly didn't do that much research on it because I don't have the name for you guys. But there's an act that came out, I think it was in 2001, I want to say, somewhere around there. Anyways, this act, whenever it came out, it pretty much states that the social media platform is not responsible for what the consumer or the provider puts out. So whatever I put out, I'm responsible for. Whatever you perceive on my platform, I'm responsible for. Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Facebook, uh, True Social, Pinterest, whatever, any social media platform, they cannot get in trouble for what I posted. Apparently, like, there's this huge case going on about that. Again, didn't get involved because didn't care that much. It just got me thinking more and more of why I wanted to do this episode. We rely so much on social media. And I'm even going to share a story with you about a friend of mine who I go to the gym with. She had her own small business. She made amazing protein donuts. I really did enjoy those. I wish she would come back, but unfortunately... It's just not in the cards right now for her. Hopefully one day she comes back, but as of right now, it's not happening. Anyways, while she was in the middle of her business, there was like this huge social media blackout. I don't remember if you guys remembered that day, but Instagram shut down completely for the whole day. Everybody was freaking out. That's the issue. That's the point of what I'm getting to. Why do we have to freak out? And she almost freaked out. And then she remembered... She has a great word of mouth base. And then I started thinking more, like we put so much time and effort into portraying what our lives are or keeping up with an algorithm on social media that we forget to live our lives. Like if you guys follow me consecutively, you can see I am very routine Monday through Friday. Y'all going to get what you see from my small business, from what I run, from what I do. You guys are going to get it mostly in the afternoons when I take a lunch break or when I schedule time for social media. The other times on the weekends, I'm shut down. I want to spend time with my people. I want to spend time with my significant other. I want him and I to do all of the fun things. And that doesn't always include being on my phone. Do I post a fun picture of him and I? Yeah, you know what that takes? That takes five to 10 seconds of my time to tell him, babe, do something. Does he do it? No, most of the time he just smiles or he tries to block the camera, either or. However, I post it and then I put my phone down. I've actually gone to turn off my notifications. I haven't had my notifications on probably in about six months. I've turned them off now. Why? Because it is draining. 
it is so draining that when you post something, you're constantly answering messages and you're taking away from the time that you could be putting into other work areas. And that was happening to me. That is why I designate time blocks for social media. It's the only way I'm going to be productive with the podcast. It's the only way I'm going to be productive with the blog and getting my clients meal plans out and working with clients on their financial portfolios. I time block everything so that way when it comes to social media, it's time blocked too. And I don't end up during a rabbit hole of scrolling. Why? So I actually was reading something on this and I didn't realize it, but bang, it happened. It came into my face. So it must be true. Um, did I do research on it like a PubMed? No. Did I do a Google a Scholar research on it? Nope. I just read this article on Instagram, actually. I think it was from a page I followed called um, Business Mentor, Business Law Mentor, something like that. And it said that you release huge amounts of dopamine when you scroll. That's another form of a toxic drug. Social media has become another form of a toxic drug. Time block, people. And also, let's talk about how I take 24 hours off of social media and how that affects me because this is even hilarious. So I started realizing that I needed a whole 24 hours and I love it. One client checks in. I totally know she checks in on Sunday. So I always make sure I read my emails uh, frequently on Sundays just because I know she checks in. She calls it happy unplug day. But I love reading her check-ins. She's so silly and she just warms my heart. And I love when she says happy unplug day because she's so right. I unplug. Half the time, my phone stays upstairs on the charger. It does not come around with me. And if it does come, it ends up on the kitchen counter. It ends up on the sofa. And then I'm like, where the heck did I put my phone? I don't remember where I put my phone, but I unplug. I don't scroll. I don't go on Instagram. I don't go on TikTok. I don't go on Facebook. I don't go on Pinterest. I really try to avoid my emails. I only look for that client's emails and I get out. I get in and I get out. I will text people. I don't mind texting people because I like seeing how my friends are doing or my family is doing or sometimes I'll go hang out with my mom on Sunday. So I always want to make sure I text or call her. Hey, I'm on my way. See you soon. What if I forgot something I got to tell her? So I don't totally and completely ignore my phone. It's just the social media aspect I get away from. How has my experience been doing that? Whew. Funny you should ask. That was the hardest thing to start doing. The first day, I didn't know how to stay away from it. I would go five minutes and think I had to open the app to see what was happening. And I had to tell my brain, stop. There's some Sundays I pick up my phone and I have this uncontrolled reaction where I automatically hit Instagram and I realize what I'm doing and I close out of it super fast. It is crazy to me to see how addicted we can be to those social platforms. And it could just be a way of relaxing. Could just be a way of mindlessly doing nothing to relax. The issue is we're developing an addiction for scrolling. We're developing an addiction for a dopamine release we don't realize we're doing. We're wasting our powerful brain space 
on something that isn't there. And it's actually really nice because this week, Jess decided to give me a few books to read to just kind of help me be me. We're always swapping books. We swap a lot of things. It's beneficial that she lives five doors down from me. We just always walk across and exchange things. However, it's going to be nice to take Sundays now to do what I used to do, read. And guys, I read anything from self-help books to fiction to spirituality books. I read a whole bunch of books. I'm not limited. Um, I like Murder Mystery too. That Those are great. The one book I don't like, and I'll be very happy to say this, I'm not a love novel person. I don't care if the boy gets the girl. I'm not about that. So I just don't read those lovey-dovey books. It's just not for me. They're for you. Good. You found your niche. They're just not for me. I also really love a book series that talks about the Disney villains side of the story. Those are really great books. There's a few authors out there that do those books. So please look into them. Both authors are phenomenal. Though I digress, back on, take a day off of social media. Take a day to do what you used to love doing. I love on Sundays, and this isn't every Sunday, it's probably like two Sundays out of the month, if not one Sunday out of the month, I go over to my mom's house for coffee. Started doing puzzles again. I remember as a little girl, my family loved puzzles. It was like a family thing. We didn't use a dining table to eat shockingly, we used it to do puzzles and we had all types of puzzles. My favorite puzzle growing up were three cowboy boots with three kittens inside of them. And it's ironic that that's my favorite one because I'm a dog person because I'm allergic, highly allergic to cats. But that was my favorite puzzle growing up and I love doing that puzzle. Now when I go over and have coffee with my mom, her and I sit at the dining table and we talk and catch up and we work on a puzzle that she has on the table. It brings a lot of beautiful, warm and fuzzy family feelings to me, nostalgia, and it just feels good to spend time. So do something like that that resonates with you. It doesn't have to be a puzzle or reading. Do something fun. If you have to tap in back into your childhood memories, what sounds fun to you? What, do you, what did you used to do that you don't do anymore that you want to do again. Jess and I, the other night, we went to the nearby park and we played sand volleyball. I miss playing volleyball. And for the ones who went to high school with me and the ones who know me very well, you know I played volleyball and I got injured and I wasn't able to play for a long time. And now that I'm coming back and I started overhand serving to Jess, I was like, wow, this feels great. It was awesome. Do things that you love. Get away from social media for the day, for the night. Time block it. Do what you need to do. Just don't become a robot to the app. It's okay to have a mindless, relaxing area where you're scrolling, catching up, liking things, checking people out, Instagram messaging, whatever. Just make sure that you're not a subject to it, like I had become. Because now every Sunday, I have to consciously be aware when I pick up my phone, not to hit an app, because it becomes an addiction. 
And it's also hard when I'm trying to keep up with an algorithm Monday through Saturday and you have to post a certain amount and you have to do them on a certain time cap and you have to have so many regulations to do this algorithm that when you unplug on Sunday, you're trying not to get stuck in that loophole of just automatically going back to the app. So I know this wasn't anything about Valentine's Day. You know, we touched a little bit on it in the beginning. The biggest thing that I wanted to make a point across, don't become a robot slash victim to social media. Take time to live in the moment. I know I told you guys last week, I was going to keep you updated on the birthday shenanigans that came along with Jess and I. I did not even have my phone out. I was living in the moment with her. We were dancing. We were having fun. We were joking. We spent all the good time with the people that we enjoy that we didn't pick up our phones. We didn't have to. The people we needed were right there with us. So take time to set the phone down, look around, and enjoy the people that are right next to you. Spend time with them. Do things you love again. Get back out into the world, into the sun, outside. Whatever makes you happy, please focus on that. And not the huge amounts of dopamine that are releasing from scrolling. Take some time out and unplug. So I hope you guys have a really awesome week and look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.